This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. President Biden won the South Carolina Democratic primary, barely edging out his closest rival, Time. <laughs> That was almost like a joke. That was that was similar to comedy. Of course, it's uh, Joe Biden's age. Do they really got to get him? They got to get him out of the White House so they can get somebody else in there, don't they? When are they going to do that? What kind of trick are they going to use to pull that one off? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Well, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you and welcome once again to our humble broadcast I was checking in with the crime reports in Washington, D.C. Something that's happening all across the country every day now. I think it's all illegal aliens and other Democrats. You got Democrats and illegal. Between the MS-13, the illegal aliens, and the Democrats, it's amazing anybody can walk a block. Bum, 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 dum, bum, dum, bum. Surging crime leads Columbia Heights Safeway to boost security. A little late, though, because uh, they had uh, more criminals come into the, to the... It's a grocery store. It's a big major grocery store chain, you know. And it's in this neighborhood where the CVS is going out of business because the Democrats have looted it so many times that there's nothing on the shelves. TV news cameras go in there just to shoot pictures of the astonishment of the empty shelves row after row because the Democrats go in there uh, in mobs or individuals or two guys who are career criminals. And they, and first thing they do is they steal a big box of uh, jumbo hefty bags. You know, the big black hefty bags might use for leaves and things like that. And then their buddies who are, you know, going to die in prison, they come over and they just scrape their arms across the shelves and fill the hefty bags with everything's on the sh- everything that's on the shelves. And the corporate policy is, well, we don't want to get in trouble with the criminals, so just let them steal everything. And now they're closing the CVS store down. And, uh, and then the Democrats come out and call the CVS uh, store racist because, you know, that's what they call fire hydrants when they, when they accidentally walk into them. And uh, amazing stuff. And now the Safeway yesterday, once again... Democrats walked in, criminals, you know, you know how they're, they walked in and they ordered everybody on the floor. You will be on the floor. Und. And they came in with the jaws of life, you know, that uh, rescue workers, we call them workers, Res- like in the Soviet Union, rescue uh, people, uh, you know, uh, firefighters come in with the jaws of life to take you out of your car after a drunk illegal alien crashes into you and pins you in your car because Democrats, you know. And they came in and they used the jaws of life to rip open, after forcing everybody to the ground, to rip open the ATM to steal all the cash, you know, so they can buy guns and drugs and hang out with Hunter Biden. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. We got that also in the paper today. Six MS-13 members convicted in a murder spree. A sp- it's a spree. They murdered at least uh, four people in Northern Virginia, which is uh, a border state. 
It borders West Virginia, and it borders Washington, D.C. It doesn't border Mexico or anything like that, but, but never mind that. So we got that. Yeah, crime and mayhem and anarchy everywhere you look. It's crazy. My best girl and I, we were uh, down in the mall, our nation's mall. It's, uh, we keep monuments there and all kinds of things. We went and down. We did. Uh, we hiked uh, five miles. Uh, your phone tells you how long you walked. You know, it's uh, how far you walked. It's, it's remarkable. Five miles down on the mall, and we went and got breakfast and poked around and stuff. And one of the things you think a lot about is all the criminals in Washington, D.C. Uh, also, one of the things we noticed is how few people speak English down there. Everybody who walked by is speaking, you know, kalakalaka, kalaka, kalakalaka, uh, dirka, dirka, Muhammad Jihad. You know, it's pretty rare that you hear somebody walk by speaking English because all, uh, all these people here, we're a very international city, people from all over the place. But I think English-speaking people are going down to the mall less and less frequently because of all the Democrats going around shooting people and stuff. So we got that. Speaking of Joe Biden and our open borders, he is, he, boy, is he not on our side. Can I just tell you, he's not on our side? You know that, don't you, right? Not, uh, we got our side and then not on our side. He falls into the not on our side category. And so do really all the Democrats. If you're a Democrat voter, you know, Democrat, have you noticed this, Michael? Democrat voters don't call in as frequently as uh, was once the case. And that's because they've gone crazy. And, uh, and the men call in and say, I'm Nancy. And because they're Nancy boys, they're all Nancy boys. And And then they say, well, why should the United States exist? Why should we have borders when Ouagadougou doesn't? Well, Ouagadougou does have borders. It's it's a city in Burkina Faso, but that's not important now. Uh, Biden bails on Super Bowl interview for a second year in a row. It's one of these big audience uh, softball interviews, but he knows that he's not up to it. Because his brain, she's a broke. His brain, she's a no good. That brain of his, she no work. And so they're trying to keep him away from situations. They'll, they'll let him uh, yell something incoherent with the helicopter revving up behind him in the south lawn. But they try to keep him from speaking to anybody because they know that his brain is no good. And it could look bad. Not that the news media isn't there to backstop him and protect him at every turn because they certainly are. But he's uh, announced once again, as he did last year, no Super Bowl interview for him uh, because even fluffer interviews, not enough. They, uh, you know, you got to have, you know, we've seen him time and again with the, the index cards, with the questions on the, uh, and then the answers and the pictures of the reporters and who he's supposed to go to first and, and, and what they're going to, what they're going to ask him. And then the other people write his answers for him and he still screws that up. Because his brain, she's a broke. She's a no good. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, and we've got lots on uh, Joe Biden for you as well. The uh, the economy, there's another big story in the Washington Post today. I shared with you, with you the Friday story in the Washington Post. And the headline is their late editorial. Their headline was, the economy isn't good. It's great. Right? It's like Tony the Tiger great. It's so good that... The, uh, the, the economy is so wonderful, and if you don't recognize the greatness of the economy, it's probably because you're a racist. But wait, Joe Biden's the whitest guy anybody's ever seen. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, Kamala's not a white guy, so, and she's the border czar. She's doing a heck of a job, isn't she? You know, if a Republican were the border czar and this were going on, that'd be a problem for that border czar. There'd be camera crews at the end of his or her driveway every morning 
throwing eggs at their car windows as they went by and shouting mean questions. But with, uh, you know, the media being what it is, that's not the case. So we got uh, we got that going for us. I, uh, I read the Washington Post over the weekend. I have it delivered to my home, you know. Me and several other people, maybe a dozen at this point. It's, it's sad, really. They only have one paper boy. Did you know that the Washington Post only has one? Can you say paper boy? Can you say that? Because I guess it depends. We'd have to see the individual before we can decide whether we can fairly and safely refer to the paper boy as the paper boy. But we have uh, a newspaper, Washington Post, delivered to our front door every day. And we laugh and laugh and we make fun of it. And I uh, collect it. And it's uh, some amazing stuff. The, um, the amazing Saturday edition of the Washington Post, their slogan is, it looks like a newspaper, but it's not. And their lead editorial, their Saturday and Friday was, the economy isn't good, it's great, right? And then on Saturday, their lead editorial, the Mayorkas impeachment borders on absurdity. Interesting that they use the word borders in there. Do you think that was a deliberate play on words or, or no? And they lie. They lie on the editorial board at the Washington Post. They're filthy scoundrels, I'll tell you. And they lie and they lie. And they say... More than 2.3 million migrants have crossed and and have been released into the country, usually pending asylum applications, since Mr. Biden took office. You know, it, it reminded me of the old quote that is attributed to Mark Twain, even though no one can find the place where he actually said it. And the old saying is, and it's great, our, our parking garage guy, Samir, who is from Ethiopia, uh, pulled me aside recently and said, you know, and he, he likes to tell jokes. He's a fun guy. And, and he said, you know, Chris, Chris, he says, Mark Twain used to say, he says, Mark Twain used to say, if you don't read the newspapers, you're uninformed. If you do read the newspapers, you're misinformed. And honestly, you can read the Washington Post every day, and it goes to the Ronald Reagan axiom. It's not that Democrats don't know anything. It's just that so much of what they know is wrong. And very often, uh, and I talk about this a lot, very often it's not even their fault. You can watch CNN all day long. You can watch ABC News with uh, whoever, you know, David Muir, who's a pixie from a Disney movie, or, or George Stephanopoulos, who's a Clinton administration official and a Democrat Capitol Hill staffer. And, uh, and you can absorb everything they tell you, but most of it is wrong, not true, at least in a matter of degrees, but very often just flagrantly false. And you can be a a studious reader of the Washington Post, and it says, well, more than 2.3 migrants, they call them migrants, have come across, right, have come across, and have been released into the country, 2.3 million, usually pending asylum applications. That usually has to mean at least 50% plus one, right? That's not true. That's a lie. The Washington Post is lying. But I've, one of the things I've discovered is they don't follow the news. They're really not aware of what's in the news. You sit down with people that call themselves reporters for the Washington Post or Politico, and you talk to them about the news. You listen to this radio show and this radio station, so you know a lot more about the news than the average Washington Post reporter does because they get their news from each other. It's a circle fest in a hot tub. Hot tub. And, and here they say more than 2.3 million migrants have come across 
have been released into the country, usually pending asylum applications. With a, they don't mention their court date is eight years from now, something like that. And uh, since Mr. Biden took office. Now, that is an absurd lie. I actually went to the uh, Capitol Hill committees investigating the border and found the releases they put out, and they use information from the Department of Homeland Security and Customs and Border Protection. And in fact, as you might imagine, their numbers are very, very, very different than the Washington Post numbers because the Washington Post lies all the time. Boy, do they lie. But I have the real numbers for you. I brought them in to demonstrate the absurdity of the so-called American news media. Just uh, absolutely disgraceful. They, uh, if they're typing, they're lying. If they're talking, they're lying. I've got a great deal of uh, stuff for you today. On the border, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the, what, the Grammys last night, uh, except it turns out, what is this, uh, you know, uh, football groupie, you know? She, uh, <laughs> is she a man? Is that what she revealed? She said she had been keeping a secret from her fans for two and a half years. I'm not sure what it was, but, uh, but we got that going. So I've got uh, the war in Gaza. Joe Biden has been bombing country after country. How many things did we bomb? We bombed Yemen uh, over the weekend on Saturday, and then we bombed Yemen on Sunday. And I think we, we uh, send them text messages and tell them to get out of there before we bomb. And I, uh, I did a little math on the bombs. It's costing us a lot of money. But that's okay because, you know, Democrats, and they're, they love bombing places. You know, the Obama-Biden administration bombed eight countries, a greater number than any administration since World War II. Any country, any country in the world. Pretty amazing stuff. So I'll update you on that. Also, Gen Z, Gen Z people, they, uh, they're, they're not the most interesting bunch. The, uh, the study finds Gen Z likes to go to bed by 9 p.m. Not with another person, mind you, but they just like to go to sleep because uh, maybe it's a, a wave of depression or something like that. And Democrats have created, this is, in, um, this is in New Hampshire. They've got a spa. Listen carefully if you're a Democrat. They've got a spa for adults only to wear diapers and use diapers and role play as babies Role play as babies. And interestingly enough, the people in this town in New Hampshire are saying, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe you people should leave because we don't, um, we don't have a lot of that. Uh, Adam Kinzinger, remember him? He used to be a horrible member of Congress. Now he's a horrible former member of Congress. And um, he's got some really, he's a, He's got a, a burr under his saddle about Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson. And Glenn Greenwald straightened out Adam Kinzinger, a fun moment on Al Gore's amazing internet. They're on the X-Files. Got that. Yes, sir. Oberlin College, transgender Democrats. You know how they are. Mike Rowe and college degrees. Got lots and lots of uh, stuff for you. And at CNN, they're angry with the management because they're too pro-Israel, too gotta be pro-genocide, kill the Jews, as they say at CNN. Amazing stuff. Got a great Brazilian uh, fighter, UFC fighter for you. I want this guy to run for Senate. He curses a little too much. 
I've got him for you. He's a lot of fun. And uh, Alexander Vindman, traitorous, treasonous, anti-American immigrant, should be catapulted back to Ukraine. Got that coming up. 50 Cent. I love that 50 Cent. He's in the news again. Democrats giving away billions of dollars to illegal aliens and handing over your daughter to MS-13. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, let's let's take a phone call before we get to the crazy diaper-wearing Democrat spa wankers that... uh, are ruining the greatest country that ever was. It's their goal, and uh, they're making good progress, the destructo machine that is the Democrat Party. Uh, And Joe Biden, he really needs to be yanked off the stage with a hook. Somebody get the hook. And then what? Then what do they do? See, the Democrats don't have any. What are they going to pull Schumer in? They're going to really Kamala? Come on. Um, Let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Rich. Calling from Inman, South Carolina. Ricardo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, how you doing today? I'm great. What do you say, huh? Well, let's see. We had a uh, primary election here on Saturday. The Democrat Party ran it. Oh, yeah. And, and, how did yeah, Joe Biden my, do? Well, let's tell you, my wife works the polls. So she was there from 7 in the morning to 7 at night. Now, for the man who got 81 million votes, right? Yeah. He got 16. At her polling place, he got 16 votes. Yes. 4% of South Carolina came out to vote. 4%. Yes. Wow. He got 16 votes for over 12 hours. That's slightly better than one vote per hour. Let's put it this way. The way my wife phrased it, the people who showed up were all those hippie white liberals. Yeah, I would think so. Did they stink of pot? Were they on the brink of falling over from a fentanyl overdose? Well, my wife almost fell over because one of them said to her on the way out is, uh, the country's going to hell. (laughs) Well, and he showed up to vote for Biden. You know, uh, every day is an IQ test. Not everyone is competing. This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. 
See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. And why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Now, we just, uh, we just spoke to Rich calling from Inman, South Carolina with uh, some very good stuff. Talking about the Democrat primary in South Carolina, which is racist. And Joe Biden won it because, you know, he didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle in Delaware. Racial integration of schools in Delaware, not something Joe Biden thought was a good idea. But uh, his party has a long tradition of such things, you know, giving us the Confederate States of America and the White Knights of the KKK and Jim Crow laws, every single Jim Crow law, your Democrat party, trees and ropes, the party of the bullwhip and the plantation, perfectly consistent with their history. And uh, Rich explained that his wife worked at one of the uh, polling stations yesterday or uh, Saturday, and she was there from 7 a.m., Rich's wife, didn't reveal her name, a wonderful person. She was there from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. for the Democrat primary, and 16 people showed up, 16 people over the course of 12 hours. And that's kind of remarkable. Now, it's worth noting that, and I mentioned to Rich, that according to the stats and the Associated Press, a total of 4% of the population turned out to vote. 4%. That's not a big turnout. That might speak to a lack of enthusiasm on the part of Democrat voters. In 2020, that's four years ago for Democrats following along at home, 16% of the voting populace turned out to vote. That means four times as many turned out to vote in 2020 as turned out to vote this time in the primary because everybody kind of recognizes that Joe Biden died a couple of years ago and it's a weekend at Bernie's at the White House, the White House edition. And he walks around bumping into things like a jellyfish under a pier because his brain, she's a broke. She's a no good, that brain of his. Also in 2016, 12.6%, right? Then 2020, 16%. This time around 4% of Democrats showed up to vote. Now, a part of it is, and this it, it, it definitely speaks to the lack of interest and the lack of enthusiasm for Joe Biden and what is left of his brain. It also speaks to the fact that the Democrats are plotting once again. They have a scheme to monkey-wrench the system once again, and that is when the Republican primary comes along. They can't vote in the Democrat party and uh, primary and also vote in the Republican primary. So a lot of the Democrats are waiting to vote in the Republican primary in order to monkey-wrench the system which is a left-wing term going back to the 1960s when they really started to radicalize. Uh, little did we know that they'd go this far, however. And, and they're planning on going and voting for Nikki Haley in order to do damage to Trump because, you know, hatred is a very powerful emotion. So I've got that going for us. And it is, uh, you know, Joe Biden. He, but he's the big winner. And the news media, CNN and the rest, they're just saying, oh, he's the big winner. He wins because he's so good. Uh, we got a lot else going on. Obviously, the uh, primary, you know, Joe Biden is a sock puppet um, in the apparent employ of Barack Obama and the Barack Obama machine and uh, roots in the corrupt Chicago Democrat 
apparatus and Saul Alinsky and all of that good stuff. But we got a lot of other crazy Democrat stuff going on as well, like illegal aliens are everywhere. They're, they're falling through the ceiling tiles, and then they steal the ceiling tiles. But the uh, you know liberals will tell you, oh, no, uh, I, I know one liberal in particular. He likes to say, immigrants commit fewer crimes than natural-born Americans. And that has everything to do with Democrats, because we have a lot of natural-born Americans grow up to be Democrats, and they steal everything at your local CVS store and your, and your Safeway store and your, uh, you know, your uh, Louis Vuitton store. Why do you think they call it Louis Vuitton? And uh, Loot Loot Lemon, they love Loot Loot Lemon. And Loot Loot Lemon, Loot Loot Lemon loves to be looted, too, because they tell everybody at all their stores, oh, don't do anything when people come in and steal everything on every shelf, and then they announce it. Get it out on the news. That works well. But that aside, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, immigrants. And, and this is a, a, a semantic weasel move that lefties like to use. Well, sure, immigrants to the United States are law-abiding people, legal immigrants. Illegal aliens um, are, I think everyone is a criminal. Well, everyone breaks at least one law by coming illegally into the country. So, hi, here I am. First thing I did was break a law. And, uh, you know, the crimes are, are rampant. You know, you might attack New York police officers by Times Square, for example. And, and then you've got these idiots running New York City who are on the side of, of criminals like Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan district attorney, who's pretending that he cares about police being attacked, that he cares about crime just for a minute because he thinks that this might be political trouble for him, the police being violently attacked, the videotape. If there was no videotape, he wouldn't care about it. But there is video of this and these uh, police officers being attacked by how many illegal aliens? I think seven is a ballpark number, but there may be more. And it's a gang, a gang, that uh, they maraud around the city of New York, and they steal things, and they loot things. And they had just stolen a bunch of purses from a store right there. Was it a Louis Vuitton store or something? They're just any store. They stole purses and things. Then they came out, and and a police officer tried to get the attention of one of the criminals, and uh, two police officers were attacked. And when the Democrats, well, the, the police arrested them. But when the Democrats got to have their say, they said, oh, you can go. Oh, no, there's no bail for you. You should go back on the street. Maybe this time you should kill, kill, C-I-L-L, kill my landlord. But the uh, Alvin Bragg, the DA there, he says, our office continues to work with law enforcement. They continue to work with law enforcement. That's encouraging. To bring everyone responsible for these heinous attacks. He probably says hyenas. Don't you think he says hyena? He strikes me as a hyenas guy. For these heinous attacks to justice. They're going to bring him to justice. Don't believe it for a syllable, though. We will not rest until every person who assaulted a police officer in this awful attack is held accountable. Uh, You just let them all go like five minutes ago. And they're running loose. And the reports are at least four of them got on a bus funded by Catholic Charities or something to head to California where there is a gift basket waiting for them because there are lots of Democrats out there, too. And they love crime. The Democrats in California love crime. The Democrats in New York, they love crime. In order to love crime, you have to love the criminal. It's important to love the criminal and not just the crime. Because you got to remember, the problem is not our guns, it's your sons. 
Your sons are the problem. Stop raising criminals. We don't want to have to build more prisons, but with all your sons out there, we really have no choice. Uh, Also in today's awful, terrible Washington Post, it used to be a newspaper, but now it's not. In the metro sectional, you know they have an A-sectional, because some of them are A-sectional, and some of them are metro-sectional, so they have a a metro-sectional as well. MS-13 members convicted of murder. It's not even the front page, just the local news thing. Three men found guilty in spate. I like the use uh, of the word spate. Spate of 2019 killings in Northern Virginia. It's Northern Virginia, which, you know, borders North Carolina. So it's a border state and, and West Virginia. It, uh, it, three members of MS-13 gang were convicted of murder and racketeering. I think in Georgia they've charged President Trump with racketeering, right? Because he asked questions about the vote counts and, and the people with the blue latex gloves stuffing ballot boxes late at night going from one place to another, stuffing more ballot boxes. Can't raise questions about that. So three members of MS-13, Salvadoran gang, were convicted of murder and racketeering on Friday in what federal prosecutors, I'm surprised federal prosecutors prosecute crime. I, I wasn't aware that they still did that. Called it a bloody spree of random killings in northern Virginia in the summer of 2019. And here it is only 2024, and it's already uh, dealt with. That's a speedy trial. U.S. officials said leaders and enforcers of an MS-13 cell, they have MS-13 cells, called Sitio Locos Salvatrucha, and that's, a, you know, S-T-L-S. they got, got to abbreviate everything. Everything has to come with an abbreviation. Assassinated four victims. They assassinated because they have, they have uh, you know, enforcers, and they're assassinating people. And they list the names of the people here, the four people that are, that are killed, and they did it in Prince William County, which uh, was farms and rolling hills until the Democrat Party opened up the borders. Now it's a hotbed of Central uh, American crime activity. So the perpetrators could move up in the gang's ranks. That's why they killed the, these, assassinated these people. And, uh, and they needed to grow MS-13's turf because MS-13's turf wasn't big enough in Prince William County, Virginia. Used to be about 10 minutes ago, rural, a happy place where normal people raise normal families. But the Democrats, you know how they are. They're making everything better. Two juries in U.S. District Court in Alexandria, Virginia, convicted a total of six MS-13 members in back-to-back trials. And, uh, you know, stemming from the nighttime killings. Remember with all the nighttime attacks on the Catholic Church and the, it was the FBI director, wasn't it? Or was it the attorney general? said they couldn't catch him because it was dark. It was dark. And uh, I just all the riots at the White House, they were in the dark, too. When they burned uh, the Church of the Presidents, the Democrats did, that was at night. I remember the flames burning through the night, you know, like the rocket's red glare. And uh, nobody was arrested for that. Nobody went to jail for any of that. So this is your Democrat Party's America. They're making it better. See, that's what they do. They're not on our side. Also, on the, uh, on the front page of the Metro section, they announced former D.C. election official dies after man's rampage. This is the Trump administration official 
But they uh, they identify him as a D.C. election official. He was also that. Michael Mike Gill, 56 years old, a former D.C. election official who was shot and critically wounded the evening of January 29th in downtown Washington during an hours-long crime rampage in the district and Maryland, died Saturday. Gill, a senior vice president at uh, a housing uh, policy council, a uh, trade association, was married and the father of three grown children, um, and a St. Louis native, graduated University of Dayton, a former coach of his daughter's youth soccer team, uh, all-around great guy. I know people that know him uh, or knew him. I know people that uh, that know his family, and uh, supposed to be a great guy. Uh, member of the Holy Trinity Catholic Church in uh, Northwest Washington D.C., and uh, they still haven't gotten to the fact that he was a Trump administration official. And I, I assume that's because of the hate that drives them down at the Washington Post. And I'm going on and on and on. And yeah, he was a, a member of the Trump administration and he was murdered by a Democrat who uh, has at least one parent who is a Democrat. And there you go. So we got that as an update for, for everyone as well. Just, uh, just amazing. And I, and I shared with you, I shared with you the, uh, the ridiculous lead editorial in the Washington Post. Again, the lead editorial on Friday, the headline was, the economy is not good, it's great. It's great. And Saturday's lead editorial headline, the Mayorkas impeachment borders on absurdity. Borders on. Uh, I think that's a, a little semantic prank they were playing. And then they claim in the body of this ridiculous editorial that more than 2.3 million migrants have come across the border illegally since Biden took office. 2.3 million. That's what it says. So, I mean, again, Mark Twain, if you don't read the papers, you're uninformed. If you do read the papers, you're misinformed. And the reality is, of course, that um, the number of illegal aliens that have crossed our borders since Joe Biden took office, we could go to the Department of Homeland Security, which I did over the weekend. We could go to the Capitol Hill, the congressional committees that are trying to impeach Mayorkas, and uh, the Washington Post clearly didn't do that. But we have had more on the order of 8 million, 8 million illegal aliens cross into the country. And in fact, we had Congressman Jim Jordan about a week ago, Chairman Jim Jordan, saying that the number is probably closer to 10 million illegal aliens that have crossed illegally into our country where we have laws since Joe Biden became president. But pay no attention to any of that. There has been, uh, in terms of illegal aliens, they call them encounters at our southern border. 2023, that's just last year, increased over 40% the illegal crossings compared to 2021. It's a 100% increase compared to 2019. The committee says since President Biden took office, there have been 7.5 million encounters nationwide, 6.2 million encounters at our southwest border, an additional 1.7 million known gotaways, and the Washington Post says, ah, 2.3 million. You know, what are we worried about? Because they're not truth-tellers. 
It's a Democrat Party front group. It's the Washington Post. They're fluffers. Their family members give them chapstick at Christmas time. See what I'm saying? Why would they do that? Or some kind of a glossy balm. Because, you know. What else do they give them, Michael? Well, a lot of things like that. We won't get into the details. And as for the illegals in New York City and Chicago in Denver, uh, it turns out they're getting the reparations that the Democrats had promised African Americans. Hey, illegal aliens, $12 billion for you in New York City just in the next couple of years. $53 million for illegal aliens in credit cards with $1,000 loaded on each one. So they're like debit cards here. Here you go, cash for you. And here's a basket of fruit. And uh, that's your Democrat Party. $53 million for credit cards for illegal aliens just in New York City alone. If you're black and you're voting Democrat, why? Oh, I've got good stuff on that today, too. If you're Jewish and you're voting Democrat, why? Remember, every day is an IQ test. We are at 888-630-9625. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Hello, buddy, Sandra. Yeah, the, uh, the Democrats... They love illegal aliens. They hate police. They love criminals. They hate police. They love carjackers. They hate motorists. Motorists? That's the word they use in the news, right? Motorists. New York City, the New York Post. New York City migrant homeless population proves the city can't take much more. Can't take much more. The Washington Post lies. Only 2.3 million illegal aliens, when in fact the federal government itself says 7.5 million plus 1.7 million known gotaways. The Washington Post says 2.3 million because they're not in the truth business. They lie a lot every time they sit down and start typing. From what I can tell, I've been paying attention for, for some time. So now there are homeless illegal aliens everywhere. And they're attacking the police, and the DA, Alvin Bragg, lies. He lies, oh, we will not rest until, well, you're the ones that let them go. You, you gave them the pass, and now you want to give everybody a gift card for $1,000 each. Pretty extraordinary stuff, I've got to say. You think that disincentivizes more of the same, uh, or perhaps the opposite? Of that, we've got President Trump updates for you today too. Yeah, New York City to hand out prepaid credit cards to migrant families. It says for food, for food. But you know, you can you can buy crack with it if you want. You can you can buy ammo, whatever you want. Ah! 
John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.